Welcome to the Empowered Embodiment Podcast. I am your host, Robin LaCombra. In this podcast, we explore all the feels in their full spectrum. Movements, both physical and social. Creativity, advocacy, belief systems, ambition, community care. Creating cultures of compassion where more folks feel like they truly belong. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being down to do the work. Let's do this. Hello, sweet humans. It has been quite a while since I've released a podcast. I fell off a couple months ago on the weekly releases um, because I was practicing what I preach about honoring personal pace. (laughs) And, you know, as we come to close 2020, it's the final month of this wild, wild year, I felt the call to just check in again and share what is hot and popping in my head and in my heart. Um, I keep thinking of the gems of this time, of this pandemic, and and I I do that in a way that's not meant to be spiritually bypassing, um, like oh this you know is meant to happen or or whatever. I know that this pandemic has had devastating impacts on many 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 lives, so I by no means want to undermine that impact with with what I want to share in terms of the gems that I've collected this year. So I just wanted to name that right off the bat. But one of the gems is that collecting gems does not come without struggle, without suffering, without pain. And that's what's really alive for me um, when I reflect on this time of, of, of living and existing and relating and feeling um, since... March, I guess. It's December 2020. <laughs> uh, and, and we've been living this, this pandemic life since March. Huh. And yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be forced to look at things and feel about things that I had more of a choice to engage with or not to engage with. And that feels true for so many aspects of life. Um, But yeah, this pandemic has really forced us to look at things and engage with things that maybe we had more freedom of choice around, right? Like, oh, I'll just look at that later. Or, oh, I don't have time to feel about that now. Um, This time has made those things that we've been ignoring more urgent. And I'm grateful for that sense of urgency. um, Because without it, there is complacency. 
And when we are complacent, we don't grow, we don't evolve. And when we are complacent, um, often the expense of personal complacency is a group of folks suffering on the other side of that, that are surviving through harm or surviving through lack of access and, and whatever else it may be. Mm -hmm. And so in having to be forced to look at the things that I more easily ignored before, what is becoming more and more true for me is the necessity to be able to hold full spectrum emotion. And I know I talk about that a lot with the folks that I interview, and I've probably talked about that a lot already on my solo rambles on this podcast, but I really feel it with much present experience now, (laughs) right? It's like something that I cognitively understood and believed and taught and and of course experienced on a level but this pandemic has really expanded the spectrum of feelings that i have to sit with in any given moment so i i've been talking about this in my classes a little bit about the need for us to hold space for our rage and our joy often in the same breath Um, And if not in the same breath, then, you know, a quick transition from a breath of rage to a breath of joy. And, And this sort of emotional agility is so, 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 so essential in sustaining our efforts of personal liberation in service for collective liberation. It's really, really, really important for us to hold space for our rage when the rage is there rather than deny it or numb it or ignore it. And you can swap out rage for any other uncomfortable, um, heated emotion. Um and then, yeah, so it's important that we feel those uncomfortable, heated emotions that might be heavy and increase our capacity to hold space for them. And the trick to increasing our capacity to hold space for those, those things is our agility to tap into joy, no matter how small, when joy is present. And joy can be present by simply acknowledging the magic life force of breath. Like, wow, I can take a new inhale. (sighs) Wow, a new new moment is here. Or feeling warmth on your skin or, you know, having sun rays shine down on you. Like whatever amount of joy, there's no joy that is too small to celebrate. And so when we can practice acknowledging and celebrating joy, no matter how small, um, then it helps us increase our tolerance for the uncomfortable and heavy emotions like rage or grief or anger or sadness or, or whatever, whatever that charge is. Um, mm-hmm. 
And another another important aspect of of increasing our capacity to hold space for the more challenging emotions or more challenging situations in general is honoring our pace. Yeah, honoring our pace, especially when you have <laughs> the privilege to do so. So again, I want to acknowledge the privilege that there is wrapped in um, being able to set boundaries around pace. I know that that's not a thing that everyone has access to, but in any amount that you have access to honoring your pace, honor your pace. And I know that I had this really strong narrative that I had to work really, 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 really hard in order for things to um, to keep going in order for my businesses to thrive or survive or whatever. And, and of course, that was true for some time, especially in the, the newer days of, of, of owning Good Body Feel. Um, but the pandemic and having to be forced to slow down made me realize like, oh, that narrative isn't quite so true. Uh, and I'm allowed to stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to stop and rest. I'm allowed to not do as much. Um, and hence why this is the first podcast to be uh, released in a few months. Um, so can you give yourself permission to honor your personal pace in whatever way you can. Give yourself permission to recognize and celebrate any amount of joy that is present at any given moment so that you can better withstand the heat and the load of the heavy and charged emotions and experiences. It's all related. <laughs> Um, I've been, I've been thinking and feeling about this for a few months and it was a really wonderful thing to witness this in actual play, um, at a, at, at a peaceful demonstration outside of Hamilton city hall, um, Defund Hamilton Police Services Coalition, Defund HPS, um, a group of really incredible and skilled and smart and compassionate folks organized uh, an incredible um, demonstration outside of, of Hamilton City Hall to shine light on the devastating crisis um, that unhoused folks face and, and, and linking it to the inflated budgets of police services and maybe taking, not maybe, the demand is that let's take from that pot and create free, safe, dignified housing for folks to survive through the winter. Otherwise, they're going to die. Um, and so they've been camping out in front of City Hall for a week. Um, and on the weekend when I went to go visit 
they had um, karaoke going. <laughs> and it was just so beautiful to see folks at a protest or this demonstration enact pleasure activism, right? Like activism, yes, is, um, is, is hard work and it can also be joyful work. And in order for our activism to have sustainable legs, uh, that joyful component uh, needs to be there. And I really, really saw that with the way that Defund HPS programmed their demonstration. Um, they had teach-ins of folks lecturing, vigils, uh, Good Body Field did movement sessions with them. Uh, they had music performances, uh, and yeah, karaoke movie nights. Like they really, really thought about the full spectrum aspects of activism so that folks stood a better chance at holding space for longer, right? Like camping out in the cold for longer and, and keeping spirits up. So I just thought that that was so wise of them to think of of their activism in such a broad strokes and intentional way. And I was really inspired by that because it was like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I've been feeling and been talking about in my classes and in my coaching and consulting sessions is can we honor our pace, find joy, so that we can do the hard and necessary work of working through our rage, or not working through, but working with our rage, working with our grief, working with our suffering, working with our sadness, because that's just never gonna go away, right? Like <laughs> suffering is never gonna go away, but we do have to get good <laughs> at dealing, get good at dealing so that we can keep on going and not just keep on going for ourselves, but also increase our capacity to be in collective relationships where we are, where we have space to think of others, more vulnerable folks and do the hard work of advocating for them. It's all related, it's all related. Huh. So this is what I'm feeling. <laughs> And this is an invitation to anybody listening to review this year. You know, we're coming to a close of, of 2020. What have you survived through this year? Can you do a little inventory, take a little inventory and celebrate all of the ways you existed and then take stock. What things, what gems are you going to take with you into the next year? And what things are you going to transform? Our personal and collective evolution requires us to be in this ecosystem of doing, reflecting, refining, doing, reflecting, refining. So what did you do this year? Reflect on it. Um, reflect on 
the gems that you want to take with you and acknowledge the things that we want to refine and transform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because collective well-being requires you to be engaged in your personal development so that you can be a more impactful force in our collective development, in our collective liberation, in our collective transformation. It's, it's all linked. Uh-huh. It's all linked. In my, um, in my movement classes lately, I've been thinking about the micro and macro bodies and, and the relationships between bodies. So like on the micro scale, it's our cells, you know, a cell is a body and um, they're in relationship to each other. Uh, and, and our cells are, you know, working hard to stay healthy and stay in good relationship and, and doing their work so that our body uh, can be well and can move through life and can and do the things so that we can exist sustainably. Um, and I think of sensations that our body experiences as, as either celebrations or protests, right? Sensations are like a group of cells that are protesting the way we are governing our body or celebrating um, the ways that we are governing and relating to our body. So that's like on this micro level, right? And then on this more macro level, the earth is the macro body and each individual is a worker cell, right? Each of us individuals are cells that construct um, the body of the earth. And we need to be healthy cells so that we can be in healthy relationship to each other so that we can keep the planet, the body of the planet healthy. And we need to start listening to the protests and the celebrations, right? Like when your body has pain sensations, what would be possible if you really listened to those pain sensations and tended to them, those wounds, those whatever, those needs to honor pace or adjust, right? Like how would that change your embodied experience? And then it's the same shit when you telescope out. What would change if we actually listened to what folks are protesting and actually listened to what folks are celebrating. And if we could learn to actively and compassionately listen, how would that change the health and well-being of things on a macro and micro level? Yeah. Yeah. And in order to here, this is how I'm going to wrap it up in a bow here <laughs> in order to actively and compassionately listen. 
This is where full spectrum feeling comes in. This is where we need to do the work, the personal work to increase our tolerance for heavy, uncomfortable, charged sensations and experiences so that we can actually collect the data from them and then take agency and informed action forward. If you're not listening to the rageful protests, you're missing out on really, really important data. And it's sad when I see leaders plug their ears and hide in their offices, right? And then basically tone police, vulnerable folks that are in pain, talking about their pain, right? Like what would, what would that mean if you treated your body like that? Like, oh, broken leg. No, you know what? I'm not going to tend to your broken bones until you learn how to talk to me nicely. Um, that's like, that's wild. <laughs> uh, and, and then we're halting progress. So as we close this year, and as I close this podcast ramble, can we intentionally engage in the cycle of do, reflect, and refine so that we can increase our capacity for the heavy, the charged, the hot sensations and experiences and recognize the micro, macro levels of transformation that we all must be engaged in. Otherwise, we won't evolve. We won't evolve as a species. We won't evolve as a society. And considering the amount of folks that have been silenced, that have little to no agency around what they have access to, we need to evolve. We need to evolve. We need to evolve. So how are you going to intentionally set the stage for your personal evolution moving into 2021 by reflecting and refining what you experienced in 2020? (sighs) That's all I got to say. Actually, I also have to say If you have the choice to engage or not engage in civil justice, please choose to engage. And no amount of effort is too small, except no effort. No effort is too small. (laughs) So put in some effort, and a part of that effort is the, the personal transformation piece. So... If you are listening and you have the choice to engage or not engage, please engage. Please engage. Start listening. Start listening to yourselves, your sensations, and to what people around you are saying. Collect the data, right? Collect the data, reflect on it, and refine the way that you're going to move forward with it. So with that, let's take a few grounding breaths. Breathing in whatever might be alive in your body right now. And sighing out to feel 1% more grounded. 
eyes soft or closed, notice what your body is singing to you in this moment. Hear the voices of your cells, what is being celebrated? Are there any little protests happening within you? And rather than ignoring the protests that are happening within you, can you listen? Breathe with whatever sensations are coming up, whatever feelings. Allow them to be there. Building a sense of trust that whatever arises within you, you have the capacity and the resources to be with it. Whatever arises within you, can you trust that you have the capacity and the resources to be with it? You don't have to numb it. You don't have to ignore it. Give whatever it is permission to be there fully so that it can find its apex and then transform into something else. But when you don't listen, when you don't hold space for it, when you resist it, you're not giving yourself the conditions necessary for transformation. So breathe, allow, Accept, trust. Take agency over how you relate to what is happening within you. How you speak to yourself. What you believe about yourself. What you privilege and oppress within yourself. Think of how you can begin to create more equitable structures or relationships within yourself so that you can do the same with your relationships outside of yourself. Few more breaths here, feeling, reflecting.
And let's close it off with three final breaths. Big inhale in, invitation to think or feel, I trust. And big exhale out, I share. Twice more, breathing in trust. Sharing it out with an exhale. Last breath together. <sighs> there you have it, friends. Peace, peace, peace. Thanks for listening. Thanks for feeling. Give yourself permission. Let's expand our capacity so that we can co-create the world we all deserve. Mm. Hit me up, Royola, Royola.com, R-O-Y-O-L-A, R-O-Y-O-L-A.com. That's also my social media handle. Let me know how you feel. Feel free to email me what you are refining into 2021. Let's get those vibes out there. Cast spells with our words, with the words that we speak, the words that we write. And make it happen, yeah? Let's make it happen. All right. Catch you whenever another one of these happens. <laughs> Peace.